You're listening to Telling the Truth from Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, telling the truth to and through teenagers. Here is Triple T founder George Dooms. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus did wonderful things during his time on planet Earth, and he had things to share. Listen, please, to Matthew 9.35, New King James Version. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. That's what Jesus did. That's who he was. He didn't stay put, but he continued to go to travel and to share the gospel. That's what we need to do now because he asked us to do it. And so today, it becomes our opportunity to take the gospel to people, people who need Jesus. Will you admit that you have sinned and turn to Jesus from your sins? Believe on him with all of your heart and be willing to tell other people? We've put together God's ABCs. They're in printed form. It's the gospel, all scripture. They're free for you. To get yours, call 812-867-2418. That's 812-867-2418. Tell us how many you will prayerfully present to people. Matthew 9.36, New King James Version, gives us a glimpse into the depth that Jesus had in his love for people. Listen. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Sheep with no shepherd. That's a predicament. That's a problem. That's a circumstance that Jesus was very, very concerned about and Because of his compassionate approach to people, he wanted to reach out to them. He wanted them to hear the good news. And as we read this sixth chapter of Matthew, we see what Jesus had in mind and what he was trying to do. And that problem on that day is still in existence in our day. There are people everywhere who need Jesus, but somehow Somebody has to take them the gospel. Somebody has to go out there to them and share the good news. That's why we have put together a tool called God's ABCs, and they're for you. And you can get copies, and you can take them to people. They are all scripture, and you can share them. Call 812-867-2418. Jesus opened his heart and shared very personally and very urgently. Listen. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. That's Matthew 9.37, New King James Version. Jesus knew that there were people needing to hear the gospel, but the only way it could happen was for people who knew Christ to be able to go and share Christ with others. And that's where we are today. We need people, people who know Jesus, who care about people who don't, and to go with the gospel to the lost and to go today. We're trying to get people like you to become Christian communicators. We put together God's ABCs, and what we want you to do is to go with the gospel to folk who don't know Jesus. Call us 
area code 812-867-2418. Let us know how many ABCs you will prayerfully use. That's 812-867-2418. I know that there are people that you could reach if you would, so please call us and get your ABCs and take them to people who need Jesus. Jesus gave us a very, very special assignment. Listen. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Matthew 9.38, New King James Version. Do you understand what God is saying to you through that verse? He wants us to pray, to pray to the Lord of the harvest. That's God Almighty. He's the designer of the universe, and he wants us to pray for laborers, for God to send out those laborers into his harvest. It's his harvest, not our harvest, but he has to have harvesters. He has to have workers. He has to have laborers, folk like you and folk like me. And that's why we are trying to challenge you to go with the gospel. God's ABCs are available to you. Those ABCs with the verses that are there will let people know how to get to heaven. So why don't you call us? 812-867-2418 and determine that you are willing to go with the gospel to folk who need Jesus right there where you live. Call 812-867-2418. Tell us how many you will prayerfully present to folk who need the Lord. And pray with us that many, many others will become communicators of the gospel. You can be one and pray that groups of one, twos, tens will go with the gospel too. Jesus touched a man and made him whole, and the man wanted to just keep following Jesus. But he told him to go away, saying, Return to your house and tell what great things God has done for you. Listen to Luke 8.39, New King James Version. And he went his way and proclaimed throughout the whole city what great things Jesus had done for him. What about you? Has Jesus done some wonderful things for you? Has he saved you? Has he given you the gift of God, eternal life? Have you turned to him from your sins and received that gift? If you have, that's the greatest thing in the world that you can share with anyone. And you can let them know how they too can have the gift of God, eternal life. How do you do this? We've put together in printed form God's ABCs, and we're asking you to prayerfully consider being a Christian communicator, to tell the truth to folk you know. Will you do that? We've put together Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, John 3.16, Romans 10.9 and 10, and you can give the gospel to people. 812-867-2418. Listen to what happened when Jesus sent people out to do what he wanted them to do. So they departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel. That's Luke 9, 6a, New King James. You can do that too. You can go out through the towns around you. That's what we're doing this summer. We're going out to county after county, to town after town, to present the gospel. We're going to give God's ABCs to people. We're going to offer free Bibles like the one we're offering to you. You can get yours by writing us or calling 812-867-2418. And if you will ask for them, you'll get copies of God's ABCs to give to people. And we'll pray with you and for you as you go with the gospel. Do what Jesus asked people to do, to go, 
and then listen to what happened. They did it. They accomplished what he wanted them to accomplish. So they departed and went through the towns preaching the gospel. Will you do that? I hope you will. Call 812-867-2418. We have God's ABCs for you to give to folk. Literally hundreds and hundreds of them have been sent out to people just like you who listen to the broadcast. Jesus is speaking. Do not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. John 4.35, New King James Version. Can you identify with that? It's harvest time in America. The fields are white, but harvesters are needed. Laborers have got to go into the harvest field. Will you do it? Will you appoint yourself as a committee of one to share the gospel? Will you find another prayer partner? And will you look into God's word and read it and heed it and then go with God's good news? I hope you will. If you don't know Jesus, right now is the best time in the world for you to say, God, I've sinned and I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Turn to the Lord Jesus Christ personally right now and be willing to stand up and be counted for him. Receive the gift of God, eternal life, and confess your sins to him and receive forgiveness. And then having done that, go tell people. Call 812-867-2418 and get your copies of God's ABCs to share. They include Romans 10, 9, and 10. Call 812-867-2418. As you call, be willing to go and share Jesus. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for ages 6 to 9 is available in a separate room. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. God is giving me the privilege of putting together the documentation of what has happened across the years in the whole aspect of evangelizing youth. I'm writing a story of the happenings 1931 through today and on projecting into 2020 and beyond, the continuing story of youth evangelism in America. We're calling it Together Toward Tomorrow. We know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to His purpose. Together Toward Tomorrow is a look at who did what, when, and where in youth evangelism in America. But it's far more than history. Since the past is prelude to the future, this can be a guide to keep evangelizing youth. Because somehow God chose us to be involved firsthand in reaching teenagers from the time we were teenagers ourselves. These are background notes about our heritage, indicators of ways God prepared us to be involved in interdenominational, Bible-based ministry, sharing principles learned and applied. My dad, William Lawson Dooms, grew up in the Presbyterian Church. His parents, 
James Nathaniel Dooms, a farmer, and Maggie Gaines Dooms, a blacksmith's daughter, had been Cumberland Presbyterians in Catawba, Lyon County, Kentucky. They were moved to Mount Carmel, Illinois by the Scott County Milling Company. My mother, Mildred Laveda Jones Dooms, and her sister Hazel Catherine were converted to Christ at a special meeting in the Christian Church in Mount Carmel. Her father, Homer Alexander Jones, was the oldest of six siblings. Raised by a praying Methodist mother and a not-at-all-enthusiastic-about-church-stuff father, my granddad Jones married Lydia Lawton Hampton in Evansville, Indiana. Her mother was a shouting Nazarene, and her uncle, George Grossart, was a pilgrim holiness evangelist and church planter. My granddad's brother, Herman, married the evangelist's daughter. and Their sister, Hazel, that is, granddad's and Herman's, became very active in the Church of God, Anderson, Indiana. Granddad was working in a furniture factory and was genuinely converted as he knelt on a gangplank between two buildings. He and my grandmother were baptized together in the Ohio River and became active at the 12th Avenue General Baptist Church. Granddad Jones taught a Sunday school class of boys, led many to the Lord, and five became ministers. Granddad also served as Sunday school superintendent. Later, while working for the New York Central Railroad in Evansville, he was transferred to Mount Carmel, Illinois, to work at the Big Four Roundhouse. He soon became a leader at Second Street Baptist Church. Shortly before I was born, my parents, Lawson and Mildred Jones Dooms, decided to be faithful attendees at Second Street Baptist. The personal pastor, the Reverend Leroy Preach Blackburn, and his wife, Audrey, reached out to my parents. When I was two weeks old, my parents took me to church, and I continued being there virtually every Sunday and Wednesday, and about any other time the doors were open. There are no happenstances in God's scheme of things. My dad often said, God enjoys playing checkers with his favorite people. He moves them wherever he wants, whenever he wants, jumps some who have messed up, and kings those he trusts. This is our personal look at the exciting story of youth evangelism. Many of the incidents we have experienced, vignettes along life's pathway, encounters with special people, many of whom became world changers for God's glory. Some we met long before their ministries became quite so significant. Others were already personal heroes, heard about or read about. In the book that I'm writing, Together Toward Tomorrow, it talks about what God did decade by decade, 1931 to 2020, and as I said earlier, reaching beyond. The first two known youth evangelists, Clifford Lewis, Percy Crawford, began their ministries in 1931. Lewis, a graduate of the very first class of Bob Jones College, became the president of the Young People's Fellowship Clubs. Crawford, a Wheaton grad, developed the Young People's Church of the Air. It's a delightful journey as you see what God did to use these two people and many, many more. Though unknown to each other, when these men began their ministries many miles apart, Lewis in Florida, Crawford in Pennsylvania, their paths would intersect again and again.
especially in Kansas City. A major result was the impact these two men had on Al and Vidi Metzger, who ultimately developed the largest local youth evangelism ministry in the world, known as Kansas City Youth for Christ, during the Metzger's 50-year ministry together. God used Clifford Lewis during Labor Day weekend 1940 to challenge Al and Vitey with Romans 12:1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Al and Vitey dedicated their lives to the Lord Jesus. Their friendship grew, and early in 1943, Al asked Vitey to marry him. They spent Sunday afternoons listening to Percy Crawford by radio. By now, Al was president of the youth group at Central Bible Church. Dr. Walter L. Wilson was pastor. Al was able to book Percy Crawford on a nationwide tour, and he and his quartet came for a one-night youth meeting, and 500 people packed the auditorium. Forty-two youth responded to the invitation. Then on Saturday, June 19, 1943, Al and Vitey launched Sanspiration, the forerunner of what would soon be Kansas City Youth for Christ. Al and Vitey were married just one week later. In his book, Singing I Go, George Beverly Shea talks about a train ride back to Chicago from Kansas City where he and Tory Johnson and Doug Fisher had ministered together early in 1944. Bev challenged Tory one more time to do something to reach youth in Chicago like Jack Wurtson is doing in New York City. Tory finally said yes, and Chicagoland Youth for Christ began May 27, 1944. Billy Graham was the first speaker. In Charlotte, North Carolina, 16-year-old Billy Graham had accepted Jesus Christ in 1934. Within a few months, he began attending a Young People's Fellowship Club in Charlotte with his new friends, Grady and T.W. Wilson. He enrolled at Bob Jones College, transferred to Florida Bible College, and graduated from Wheaton in 1943. Tory Johnson invited Al and Vitey in July 1944 to go to Winona Lake, Indiana for the meeting of what would become Youth for Christ International. Al was put on the board, and several years he served as Vice President of Youth for Christ International for the Mid-Central Area, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, and Iowa, and at times Oklahoma, Colorado, and Wyoming were also included. In September 1946, Al and Vitey brought Billy with Cliff Barrows to Kansas City for a special banquet. The setting was Linwood Presbyterian Church, where Dick Halverson was assistant pastor. Halverson later became chaplain of the United States Senate. My mother attended Moody Founders Week in Chicago in February 1948 and brought me a copy of Youth for Christ magazine. The following May, I attended the fifth anniversary rally of Indianapolis Youth for Christ. Roger Malsbury had founded Indianapolis YFC in May 1943. Visiting my friend Ivan Pete Peterson in St. Louis in October 1948, Pete and I attended the St. Louis Youth for Christ rally that Richard Harvey had begun in February 1944. In the fall of 1948, my pastor, Charlie Pedersen, appointed me 
to serve on the organizing committee of Mount Carmel, Illinois Youth for Christ. Mary Greer was asked to serve by her pastor, who was also her father, the Reverend J.C. Greer. Mary and I had begun dating in September and were planning the first Youth for Christ rally for December 1948. The rallies continued in 1949 until I graduated. I was also speaking on Echoes of Grace, a live radio broadcast every Saturday morning from my hometown of Mount Carmel. After a year in Greenville, Illinois College and Mary's graduation from Mount Carmel High School, her Southern Baptist father became my father-in-law on June 18, 1950, when he pronounced Mary and me husband and wife. In 1949, as a high school senior directing Youth for Christ in my hometown, I was thrilled to receive a letter from Al Metzger asking for prayer for the Kansas City area crusade with Merv Roselle being planned for the summer of 1950. If you'll stay tuned, I'll share more of this story of how God worked and is still working in the hearts and lives of so many that are reaching youth with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So don't go away. More very important things that God has done is coming your way. During his final year at Baptist Bible College in Springfield, Missouri in 1955-56, Jerry Falwell was driving 180 miles each weekend to intern as a youth pastor at Kansas City Baptist Temple. The pastor, Wendell Zimmerman, was an enthusiastic supporter of the Meskert's ministry, so Jerry took several of his students to the Kansas City Youth for Christ rally most Saturday evenings. The Metzger's greatest contribution to the cause of Christ has been their fervent youth evangelism, spirit, and soul-winning emphasis. It has multiplied many, many times. Many young men and women caught the vision to be evangelists to youth, and they have continued to minister everywhere. When Mary and I came back to the Tri-State in 1956 to direct Tri-State Youth for Christ, now Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, we were the proud parents of our 10-month-old daughter, Tammy Lee. Al gave us three rules to follow. If God calls you, go there, stay there, and be there. Seven months after we started, our son James Lawson was born. Al Mesker with Vic Eliason, Jim Harris, my BJU classmate Dick Snavely, and I co-founded Youth Evangelism Association in 1973. Al was elected president, and 16 local Christian youth ministries from 15 states gathered at the Milwaukee, Wisconsin headquarters of WVCY to incorporate YEA. The first YEA convention was in Evansville, Indiana in January 1974. In October 1974, Al invited me to speak at a Kansas City Youth for Christ Saturday night rally. Al was a tremendous encourager to many, many of us involved in youth evangelism. To help train youth leaders, Al founded Christ Unlimited Bible Institute in 1975, bringing Dr. Dale Potratz to teach Bible while Al and other members of the KCYFC staff taught methods. On-the-job training was a major part of CUBI curriculum. In December 1976, Al Metzger underwent triple bypass heart surgery. Six weeks later, at the 1977 YEA convention, his message was, give yourself away. 
take your city for Christ, then the city next to you, and eventually your whole state. Our daughter Tammy attended KCYFC Circle C Ranch the summer of 1978 as a teenager. Youth evangelist John Ankerberg was the camp speaker. Alan Vitey came to Evansville in November 1978 to dedicate TTT Christian Youth Ministries' new Christian Communication Center with an auditorium and offices, production facilities located on God's 30 acres on U.S. Highway 41 at Boonville Harmony Road. Across the years, we were privileged to have many, many interactions personally and by telephone with the Metzgers. Al Metzger, visionary extraordinary, not only dreamed big, he acted on his God-given vision. With Vidi by his side, Al, 1941 to 1950, began Saturday night youth rallies. 1943, attended the Youth for Christ International Organizing Convention at Winona Lake, Indiana, and was elected vice president of the Central States, 1944. Taught a soul-winning course, 1944. Started the first YFC Bible Clubs, 1945. Bible Quizzing, 1946. Organized Mobile Chapels, 1948. Started Young Preachers Club, 1949. Organized Citywide Crusade with Merv Rosell, 1950. 1951 to 1960. Began daily radio broadcast, 1951. Purchased first headquarters building, 1953. Built new headquarters building, first unit, 1956. Started Mother's Club, 1957. Built dorm, 1959. 1961 to 1970, built a 1,600-seat auditorium. Lunch and dinner clubs began in 1966. Built Circle C Ranch, 1970. Then the decade of 1971 to 1980, launched a 30-minute TV show in 1972. Co-founded Youth Evangelism Association, 1973. Started CUBI, 1975. Built KYFC TV 50, 1978. 1981 to 1990, built L Bar C Ranch. In 1982, opened Lighthouse Crisis Pregnancy Center, 1985. Al went to be with the Lord in May 1993. For 30 years, Al Metzger was my major mentor, and Al and Vitey have been very special friends to Mary and me, our children, Tammy Lee, and James Lawson. Vitey's continued her personal ministry of prayer and encouragement. I hope that you will understand that God uses people and people connect with other people. And because of this connection that is God-ordained, it is Christian destiny in action. So know that God has a plan for you too. Keep praying with us and for us. And we want you to know Christ through you can change the world. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for ages 6 to 9 is available in a separate room. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. For your free copy of the Telling the Truth newsletter, call 812-867-2418, 812-867-2418, or write Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Tune in to Telling the Truth next week at this same time on this same station.